Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the for the marine news, as they do um, every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. And today on a Sunday, they were talking barramundi on a Sunday. Anyway, um, of course. The length, depth, breadth and the whole span of time that covers marine news out of the blue has it um, every week. Out of the pan and all of 3CR proudly broadcast from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respects to elders past and present and also acknowledge our rainbow elders, original inhabitants, sorry, including sister girls and brother boys for their unique contributions to diversity on and around the lands. And if you want to get in touch with the show, lots of ways you can do it. Um, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. The email is ready. Um, the now permanent new text number, 61456751215. I'll say that again. 456751215. Um, tweet at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And look for the entry on my Facebook page and also um, on Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Well, um, I, I was going to start the first line of the show today. I'm on the show today. We'll have a look at um, the fabulous creator of Assigned Mail Comics. Um, also look at Pucker Up and look at some hockey issues, um, but in a good way. But I've got to say that... Um, I was going to say my first words on the show are what a difference three weeks can make. Um, and the reason I say that um, is because three weeks ago um, I was a slightly grumpy pan, but can't say a grumpy panda because that's um, someone else's handle on Facebook. Um, and, well, it just shows, I've got to say this right off the bat, if you do it right, how much better the results can be now. Trigger warning for a difficult topic, but I'm only just going to be mentioning issues, not going into too many detailed examples. Uh, Friday, um, Note of Violence Men's Referral Service, VAC, organised a community sort of forum, I suppose is the best word, on family violence. Now, I deliberately say family because there's all sorts of dimensions and we want to go a bit further than intimate partner. Family violence in the rainbow communities. And, you know, I look at where we were three weeks ago and the first words put you off. And when you get words like just welcome everybody to start with, it is such a tonic. 
and how we, you know, this needs to be safe and inclusive. And to her immense credit, Ro Allen Kamish was first up and said, we're going to need to have some hard conversations and deal with hard topics. All right, well, if that's the stage is set well, and yet you can deal with hard, hard topics, and, you know, this is not an easy topic, and do it in a way that's relatively safe, you get good results, as I suppose you would in any setting, really. And... You know, so the process was fantastic. We had some great presentations during the morning from Kai Noonan of ACON from New South Wales and then Jackson Fairchild and Anthony Leckers from Victorian AIDS Council and um, set the stage, got a lot of things going. So by the time we got to a panel discussion during the afternoon, of which yours truly was a part, um, you know, we could really feel like we could open up and say what needed to be said and not hold back and people from... Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we, the audience that will do the, the the punters in the room, um, spoke up and also said what needed to be said. You know, um, one person said it was, hey, it's nice to be um, get five point three million dollars for rainbow family violence, but it's still crumbs, isn't it? You know, it's a fair call, and so people felt safe to bring up the concerns that what might block us from getting the best results. You know, um, I was at a a again, another forum a couple of years ago where, and I'd never really thought about this before, but, you know, research tends to just give grants to the same old topics and not really want to look at anything new because it's safe and it's going to get clicks, I suppose. Um, So people felt free to talk about that. Unfortunately, the bureaucracy can be regulated and hierarchical and that sort of thing. Are they going to want to look at new things and look at perhaps even the underfunded um, often less recognised parts of the rainbow, but people feel free to bring it up. And if, you know, the commissioner wants all the info, well, the commissioner got it, I reckon. What are the issues discussed? I mean, you know, the most obvious one is that, you know, people in, um, just starting with sexual orientation, people in gay or lesbian relationships specifically, well, you know, they're going to face family violence. But I suppose the thing that struck me, and this was particularly after the fabulous conversation with Russ and Matt last week, and thank you to everyone who downloaded the podcast on there. Um, you know, if we, you know, if gay, lesbian, bi kids are growing up seeing the same sort of relationship patterns as our heterosexual peers, well, we might imitate them. So in that sense, you know, um, it sort of helped get a bit of understanding on that. So, you know, we need to be look out for that. There's variations in trans issues. Um, and even within each of, we'll say, the three broad groups of trans and gender diverse, trans women who are in stealth might face different issues to um, those who are not. Trans women who, to use the saying, pass better, might face different issues. So a woman turns up at an LGBTI service and says, my male partner's being abusive, and you might say, well, why are you here? And then if she's in stealth or and or passes, well, she's got to out herself. Different issues for trans men. I mean, um, you know, I've done a fair bit of work in terms of people in custody. Now, you would not put a trans man, man in a male prison because 99.5% of trans men do not um, have surgery to add a phallus. So how are you going to house them if, in terms of victims and perpetrators? So if there was a lot of questions put up. But it also went beyond partners. There was also how we're going to communicate information in ways that reach people experiencing autism. And I'm aware that I'm on doing a radio program and sometimes words aren't the best method for some of people on the autism spectrum. They like pictures. I don't, I have to be honest, have an instant answer for that one in terms of radio. But 
if we're going to put information out there that reaches people, it's going to have to be in all sorts of languages, not just spoken and written in that sense, but others. Um, also, um, mention of you know people working in the sex industry, they do not have a good relationship with police. And then you add more intangibles in a trans person of colour or Indigenous background is not going to have a good relationship with police, even if there has been, and I'm not going to speak for those groups directly, even if there has been some improvement in relationships, the past just doesn't go away. So there was lots of inclusive space, but even going beyond intimate partner relationships, there was mention of things like elder abuse. Um, I've heard many stories of elder abuse as I've gone around doing aged care training, Um, A difficult one, I will give a specific trigger warning here, of a trans woman who had been in a relationship with a male. The male partner died. Her adult daughter put her into care, and this is where we get to the really triggering bit, but said, if you want to see your grandkids again, um, you'll have to go be admitted as a male, dress as a male, etc. Of course, that promise wasn't kept. Now, the poor staff, when they went to shower the trans woman for the first time obviously got a bit of a shock but responded very well they were aware of trans issues and okay their job was to care for the client and they did the best they could before the um, client fell into a state of dementia so you know that's elder abuse but to be fair there can be issues of other abuse let's say when a young trans person comes out to parents and the parents make one pronoun slip and the young trans person goes off in a half you know, there's all sorts of factors here, but they all got on the board. So there's a real feeling of by letting people speak up, by letting people feel safe to get all the issues out there, we got them. It's like proverbial recipe where well, we've got a huge shopping list of ingredients. We've bought them all. And, you know, some people said, look, we might make mistakes doing this. It's new. There's, Believe it or not, um, from the research and conversations I've had with people around the world, there aren't too many programs looking at these issues. And if they are, they're predominantly cis gay men and cis lesbians. Um, so Victoria is beyond the cutting edge here. I posted about this on Friday night on Facebook and people from interstate said, keep us in the loop. And that makes sense. We don't want to reinvent wheels. Let's make the best wheel possible. So we've got to look at how we do that. I'm sure it's manageable. Just a question of what's the best process. Do we have a get people together for a forum? Um, do we travel around the country? What you know, What do we do? But... We'll work that out in good time. Um, But there was a real sense of hope on this issue in itself of family violence that we can get it done. And also, um, well, you know, if we can work at this well on such what can be obviously a difficult topic to talk about, gosh, could we do anything? It could happen. It was just a fantastic process. Congrats to all the organisers, no to Violence Men's Referral Service, VAC, Um, and also in particular to that absolute trooper, the proverbial quiet achiever of the Rainbow Communities, Daniel Whithouse and Jackson Fairchild, who organised things really, really well. Um, So, gosh, it can get done. There is hope. So I have to admit, when I was selecting the music this morning, I did have have a track lined up for the first one and then stumbled across Love, Hate, Relationship by Chanel Fenster. Um, from the Sound of Trees in 1998, Chanel Fenster included some people from Split Ends, and I just burst out laughing and thought, well, in three weeks, um, that's how the community rolls, I suppose, which proves we can laugh at ourselves even in serious issues. All right, um, let's have what was going to be the first track. Um, well, 
in terms of the feeling of inclusiveness and encouraging ideas when you set up a safe space. In the words of Bob Seeger from his 1995 album, It's a Mystery, let's lock and load that feeling. 3CR, 855amdigital3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. Small Talk, educating, promoting, exploring, giving you a better understanding of the lives of people with dwarfism, exploring the highs, the lows, the trials and tribulations, and let's not forget the never-ending achievements. So over the next 30 minutes, we invite you to see the world through our eyes. You're on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. Welcome to Small Talk, airing from 6 to 6.30 p.m. on the first Wednesday of each month. Nothing brings me down I'm in London still I'm in London still I'm in London Hi, this is Vicky from The Waves. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio. Please support Community Radio. I'm in London still Waves <clears throat> on 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally and I reckon there were lots of waves to and from Katie Lang during the week. Melina said um, um, she um, has emailed in to say that Katie expressed her concert was a safe space and people could be themselves. Thunderous applause from the audience. Wonderful and refreshing to hear that from a prominent uh, prominent artist. Yep. Spot on, Melina. Um, KD's always been awesome. I often think personally that her album on Genou of 1992, we are in the 25th anniversary year, um, was um, one that um, probably started stirring the roots to me to come out. I just, um, on so many levels, it just sort of got dove, dove down underneath the subconscious in a way and did it really well. Um, another one of interest the melbourne writers festivals coming up and um, janet mock's going to be here wow um what a awesome person janet mock is that's a few weeks from now um 25th of august to 3rd of september for the melbourne writers festival janet's on right on the end of august at deacon edge at fed square um 8 30 p.m on thursday the 31st um and so she talks about, she's going to be talking about her experience as a journalist and prominent trans woman, um, the power of storytelling in media and popular culture, and the history of trans women in feminist, rainbow and social justice movements. Wow. Um, get your tickets now. Um, uh, I'm not sure how much they are. Um, I'll click on the button and find out, I suppose. Um, buy tickets here. So, yeah, lots coming up. Um, someone, unfortunately, I tr- we tried to get in touch with... Um, a few of us, um, when we heard she was in town, and that's the um, one and only um, Sophie, Sophie LaBelle, who writes Assigned Male Comics, um, which are amazing, um, sort of in the same, um, and another good one, of course, is Kim Chi Comics, um, but Sophie talks about, um, you know, how it is to be 
a trans woman assigned male at birth, um, and um, you know, sort of, um, and how it's what it's all about. Um, so, um, you know, and unfortunately, Sophie's been targeted by right wing types, which is just appalling. You know, Sophie's got her individual freedom, right wingers. Come on, and so. Um, unfortunately, there was a coordinated attack on her page, um, so she had to remove it. And um, you know, so um, now it's pretty, you know, pretty inappropriate. As she says in an article here in the Advocate, this is what you get for being trans on the internet and reframing transness into something positive and empowering. Yeah, totally with you, Sophie. Um, you know, um, all, all you're doing is using your creativity in a fabulous way. And so, um, the thing is, um, she's, um, you know, sort of, um, she's also said that she doesn't report attacks to police because she ends up being a victim of police transphobia where she is. So, um, you know, and reporting harassment and doc, um, is a temporary solution. I tend to agree, you know, the way to stop this is, is long-term societal change. Um, and so... Um, you know, and unfortunately she had to cancel the launch of her new book, Dating Tips for Trans and Queer Weirdos. Um, you know, so, um, you know, um, and, um, you know, um, it's sad that she is getting threats, but she's back online and please support her. You can, um, do that, um, by facebook.com hash, um, slash assigned mail or patreon.com assigned mail. Um, a great contributor and, you know, showing the creativity of trans and gender diverse people. And there was another example of that that came up during the week of a young queer person who started doing very, we'll say, gender diverse art in a high school art class and got ticked off at first and said, to heck with you, to the people ticking them off, or words to that effect, and um, in the end got huge commendations. So sometimes... You know, to sort of hang in there when you're doing social change, I suppose, is the answer. It's not easy, um, but um, and it's an article from pride.com in the art section. Um, um, if you're searching, searching for the headline, this teen's queer art was deemed inappropriate by his school and his clapback was perfect. Um, Jasper B. B. Renz and Nelly didn't come to fruition, but... In the end, got the highest possible score on his studio art exhibit after, um, you know, sort of sticking it through. It says in this article, Jasper wasn't able to find a compromise between his work and what teachers wanted, so I just decided to ignore everyone and keep doing it. I kept making art and didn't listen to the administration. I wasn't able to put my work in any of the school art shows. I wasn't able to show my parents, but I was proud of what I was doing. And you have a look at the art. It's just incredibly, um, you know, sort of powerful maybe even a little triggering but it's still very very um, brilliantly done and I think looks at a lot of queer issues in its way so um, if you go to that article first you can then go on to um, Jasper's portfolio absolutely fantastic good to see stories of trans and rainbow awesomeness Um, there are so many people out there like that I'm sad that we've got to overcome odds what happened to individual freedom and doesn't the US have its um constitution with freedom of speech and freedom of communication somehow funny that that goes down the the, um, bathroom a bit so to speak 
All right, um, let's hope that their artwork keeps going, in the words of James Rain from the Hard Rain album, his second solo album of 1989. That artwork needs to shine on. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. It's Rain from his 1989 album, um, Hard Rain, and Shine On with the guitar solo. Well, I was just about to say, well, it was James Rain. No, it's another James R. James Ralston did the guitar solo there, letting the axe rip on. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first airing on a Sunday afternoon. Had a message in from Melina, read these stories about... um, um, Sophie LaBelle, a sign mail, and also um, you know, um, the people who were originally blocked from art, just uh, the subject header of the uh, mail's email says it all, um, you know, that, um, um, you know, it just says that's disgusting, and you're quite right, you know, it's mega awesome, it's mega, sorry, mega Everett, Kosciuszko Everest size disgusting, but what I'm getting, and this I suppose brings me just to do some quick updates on where we were three weeks ago, I get the feeling people are over it. And that's not just trans and gender diverse people and families, but a lot of cis allies out there, they, the word's coming through that everyone's over this sort of you know, gross transphobia. Um, so I'll just keep saying, hang in there, everyone. Um, it's not easy when it happens, and when something as intense as these sorts of things happen in the short term, it can be easy to lose sight of the fact of that we have come further. I know it may not feel like it, but I suppose we have, and we need to try to hold space for both of that. Millennials also said um, Dr Gillian Triggs, um, until recently head of the Australian Human Rights Commission, a portrait there of said person has been selected for the Archibald Prize. Well, there you go, there's some art. Well, we cover all forms of um, culture on this program to get all of the rainbow in. And, well, sport last night um, was the Pride game, this time up in Sydney. Um, and um, great to see pics of um, the fabulous Sydney Swans banner. Um, everyone is welcome, hashtag Pride game, hashtag Proudly Sydney. Um, now, whether that refers to the club or the city, I'm not sure. But anyway, um, we shall see. Um, but, yeah, good to see. But also had a message to the Out of the Pan Facebook page from the fabulous Wombat Lines, um, asking me to mention what happened yesterday, the Melbourne Mustangs versus Newcastle North Stars ice hockey game. No normal Australian ice hockey league game. You've got to love this. And no, um, don't fall over backwards that Sally's going to use wood words, everyone. It's the hashtag puck homophobia pride game. I'll say that again, the hashtag puck homophobia pride game. You've got to like that. Um, you know, sort of a bit of cheek. Um, and so both teams had rainbow tape on their sticks and the Mustangs had colourful pride jerseys. Hanging under the scoreboard next to the Oz flag was a rainbow flag and these rainbow flags lined the walls behind the stands as well as the, as well as at the Obian group area. Co-run with Amnesty International, who've been with LGBTIQ people for a long time, and they got some funds out of it, new audience to share messages. And yes, um, minus 18, Y gender um, were there, and many others. So, um, <laughs> well, Bat says he watched the game from the bar and it was fantastic to hear the conversations occurring. Um, it's got to like that when you can have a safe and... Um, um, you know, we'll say responsible refreshment while watching something. Um, 
and then people um, started talking about, and this is so good, people didn't get it at first. It was, oh, the players all look colourful. And then it got into why these names were, were need, why these sort of games um, were needed. Spot on. I often say this, I go out and do training, you know, it's all very well to say have rainbow-coloured cake on May 17th, but, you know, and some people go, hmm, nice cake, and if, if you're doing it in HK, nice cake, dear. Um, but then some will say, why is it rainbow-coloured today? And that's how you start conversations. So brilliant, you know, textbook stuff there. Um, so well done to the teams and the ice hockey leagues involved, and um, great to see. Um, and so... You know, it's a really good way of reminding people that, you know, sometimes you hear phrases like, isn't it all better now? Uh, no, not quite. Um, there's still a long way to go, um, of course, as we all know in the rainbow communities. But people are beginning, you know, things like this get it. And you, um, I'll pop up some of the pictures of this later on. Um, and he just only, uh, came through this morning um, of some of the great things that the Melbourne Mustangs, melbournemustangs.com.au are up to. Well done, gang. Um, really good stuff. Um, so yeah, lots happening, all the little snippets, they all add up. Um, very good to see. Um, yeah, so, um, it is, um, you know, just all these pieces of jigsaw that are out there making it all happen, which is really, really good. Um, news in today's mainstream papers, now looks like the Liberal Party's sort of splitting three ways. Some people still want a conscience vote, but some are trying to do a non-compulsory postal vote, which doesn't need to be passed by Parliament. And, well, frankly, that's about as useful as a heater air conditioner on a motorbike. It won't be binding. It won't be a representative sample. And what's it going to achieve? Probably nothing. Some people still want the proper, you know, a funded, legislated type of plebiscite. Um, just get a conscience vote and get it done. It's not that hard. And what was a good piece of news, courtesy of The Guardian during the week, um, Friday from memory, was um, a survey that was released on the attitudes of Australian Christians. And um, that one um, found that a majority of Christians um, supported a free vote and they also gee, they weren't, weren't impressed by the Christian lobby. So, yep, um, most Australian Christians in Australia support marriage equality and what a free vote is the headline. And um, 54% of Australian Christians support marriage equality. 49% do not want the law to be changed to allow civil celebrants to have a conscientious objection. So, um, now that's pretty close to a majority saying, you know, if you're a celebrant, you've got to celebrate all the relationships. How can you therefore claim religion? And 61% don't like having conservative religious groups presenting their views on same-sex marriage as though they are speaking for all Christians in the country. Um, political parties, particularly those on the right, take note of that. You are not Christian if you're only listening to the ACL. Um, it was a galaxy poll, but it was commissioned by parents and friends of lesbians and gays, but obviously done objectively, um, um, created between 6 and 10 July so hopefully, um, you know, we can just get it done. Um, support for a free vote strong across all age groups, but surprise, surprise, 18 to 34-year-olds, 86% of young Christians say, let's have a free vote. I mean, you know, gosh, can we please just get it done? Enough is enough. And the Reverend Peter Catt of um, St. John's Cathedral 
um, said Australian Christians, it's a poll proved Australian Christians should be treated fairly and equally. So really the excuses and all the diversion tactics just don't wash anymore. Enough is enough. Um, so, yeah, knock it over. Um, let's get it done and um, um, move forward on lots of stuff. So, yeah, can be done. We can shine on. Um, yeah, so, well, um, in the words of mental as anything, um, totally unplanned segue, listeners of all genders. Um, we can. Currently, it seems like marriage equality is on red, in the words of mental as anything, from creatures of leisure. Let's go on marriage equality in Australia. From red to green, 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally Segway. So, um, right, okay, here we go. Here we go. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I've just, <laughs> I've just been shown something incredibly unhelpful. He's just written, written down the wrong frequency and shown it to me. <laughs> Things is very we have silence, please? This is for radio, come on. Yeah. Right, here we go. Hi, this is Jay Wilgus Esquire from Public Service Broadcasting, and you are listening to 3CR Community Radio on 855am. On your dial, please subscribe. Good now. Thanks to everyone who participated in our listener survey earlier this year. You provided us with some great insight into what you really love about 3CR and what we could do better. We'll be working towards improving our on-air programming and look forward to your continued involvement. Remember you can give feedback to the station anytime via our website, Facebook page or by calling the station and leaving us a message. Thanks for listening. For 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally, um, first going to air on a Sunday afternoon. Um, Melina's uh, um, um, popped in to, in to say that there was an article in the Herald Sun yesterday um, of a um, lesbian football couple relaxing with their children. Now, I just had a quick search online and couldn't find it, but I will try to have a look later today and pop it under the original post for today's show. Thanks for that. And, um, you know, sort of um, an interesting comment here, which I want to expand on in a future show. Apparently, Jeff Kennett's commented on ABC Radio, religious groups have their, have li- have their life and their influences as well. I think that's what that's saying. And that's true. But it's sort of how do we get past subconscious bias? I've got to say, I tried to do some of the Harvard Business Review tests during the week, um, which look at subconscious bias, and I didn't quite understand what they were trying to achieve. Um, anyway, um, we'll have a look at that in due course, um, research that novel concept. Um, nothing to do with LGBTI, but someone who certainly stood up for what they believed in. Um, news breaking today that Yami Lester, um, the Aboriginal elder and Maralinga activist, whose name gets a mention in Paul Kelly's track of the um, the name Marilinga from the Gossip Double CD of the mid-80s, has passed away at the age of 75 on Friday night. Wow, what a trooper for standing up for what you believe in. So rest in peace, Yami Lester, and I'm sure 3CR's Indigenous programming will be talking more about that in the coming days. So always keep your radio tuned to 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. And on demand to get all the information at the grassroots of our community or communities. Um, an article in today's age. Well, here we go. 
Taking Gender Out of Clothes by Cat Rohde. Um, seven-year-old Nicholas um, Dimitriou hasn't got time for gender stereotypes. Chooses clothes he likes rather than whether he finds them in the boys' section or the girls' section of the relevant store. Um, you know, Nicholas often chooses clothing with sequins, cats or glitter. Hey, you sound like my kind of kid, Nicholas. I want to meet you. Um, spot on. Um, so, um, yep, I'll go with that. And wearing leggings because they fit under his favourite knee-high boots, says Mum Heidi, age 36, who lives in Sydney. Um, you know, sort of US Target's now got an all-gender kids' clothing line designed by Toka Boca. Um, pineapple and sunglasses, hamburger with legs. Uh, well, I'm not sure about this last one, a purple pile of poo. Sometimes our rainbow community goes to a purple pile of poo, but I'm not sure I want to do that. Um, Australian label Doo-Wop Kids has been up and running for two years now. Because um, she could, um, creative director Wendy Zakaria started the brand because she couldn't find clothes for her son in mainstream stores. And um, son loves all sorts of bright colours and couldn't find anything. Deacon Uni health ethics lecturer Tamara Brown says the news, the move towards gender neutral clothing is positive. Why is it segregated? I'd rather have all the labels removed rather than having a boys section and a girls section and a gender neutral section. Just mix it all up. And Heidi Demetrio um, says there's no such thing as girls' things and boys' things. Clothes are for people. Oh, I want to meet that family. <laughs> Yay, rock on. So, um, yeah, I'll um, post that one under the um, article, um, under the Facebook post later on. So, yep, it's all happening. Um, what else is happening in the future? Well, don't forget the second week of um, My Other Closet, um, which is just getting rave reviews, lots of media coverage, BuzzFeed, Guardian, all onto it. Um, fabulous to see. It's amazing that this um, issue of family violence, gosh, the stars have aligned in a sense that um, it's all happening with My Other Closet, the um, Royal Commission, the funding from the government. Um, you've got to give it all credit. And, you know, I've got to say one thing that happened at the end of our panel discussion on Friday was we were asked, each panellist was asked, what would you want to see? And thankfully the microphone started at the other end because my first thought was I just want to get to zero family violence. And then on my mind's processing, oh, that's a bit unrealistic. You'll have to chunk down the goal, so to speak. Two other people before I got the microphone <laughs> said the same thing. So there is a real sense of willingness to get this right. And I think it's going to have huge flow through onto other rainbow issues. Um, you know, I think it could flow through to the long-running issue, which in a way was what started this show, lateral hostility, um, sort of um, hard to forget that, 12 years ago, and it's ebbed and flowed, so to speak. But, um, yeah, just, um, you know, if we can have conversations about that sort of issue, well, can we um, converse about anything? Who knows? Um, you know, got to give it a, give it a shot. Um, my little pea brain is ticking, and i um, got a busy week coming up this week. Um, I'll be in Sydney um, next weekend to talk at the Early Childhood Conference in Redfern. I'm looking forward to that honour. Um, but um, there, will, of course, there will be a new show next week. Um, so, yeah, lots of things to talk about. But the other things coming up during the week, closer to home, um, the shed for trans men, formerly FTM shed, is happening, well, if you're listening live, this um, Sunday afternoon, the 23rd. For bi people, the bi discussion group is on this Tuesday, always a safe space for um, bi people. Um, you know, so um, rock along there and be a bee buzzing in, as we like to say. Um, what else is coming up? 
um, Bent TV uh, on Friday night, as always. And next Sunday, the 30th, is the Polyvic Social. So lots of stuff happening um, around the traps. But, um, yeah, and also the Writers' Festival coming up. I suppose soon we'll be coming up for Fringe Festival. So mountains of things to look out for there as well. So um, make sure you keep an eye on things. Um, Also lots of um, information going down on Transgender Victoria's Facebook page. Um, I do have to mention um, Michelle putting lots of great stories up there um, of all sorts. So, um, yeah, always check in on that. I often share them if um, I'm not um, sort of out and about. Um, Great to be out and about this week, um, as well as the forum doing some training at an aged care facility over in the, the west at a suburb called Burnside, which I didn't know existed, and I'm a lifelong Melbourneian. Gosh, things grow so rapidly. Um, so, yeah, lots to think about on the show. If you do have um, any questions or comments, um, yeah, once again, get in touch with me. Um, you know, sort of, I do check in on the email a bit through the week, out of the pan855 at gmail.com. Um, is probably the best way to get me during the week or on Facebook. Um, and if anything triggering has come up, we should always mention. But even if it's not, even if you've heard the show and think, oh, gosh, I could come out or I need more information about something, it doesn't have to be a crisis. The fab people at QLife, including Switchboard, are there, 1-800-184-527 to um, assist you. And, of course, that links in to the other similar services around the country. So although it runs from 3 p.m. till midnight in Victoria, it effectively runs till 2 a.m. because peeps over in Perth could be on the line, um, which is very, very awesome that um, that um, facility exists. Um, so I will keep you in touch with developments on the Pride Centre. There's due to be a board meeting of the Pride Centre board this week. Um, and sorry, um, yep, um, and Melina's popped in a clarification that Jeff Kennett was supportive of marriage equality, which he has been for some time, and said religion was on the decline. Well, that's true. That came out of the census. Um, Yes, um, you know, I often think the census, you know, perhaps isn't the direct best indicator. People need to say, well, do you nominal, the questions that need to be asked, in my opinion, do you nominally identify with the religion? And sure, lots of people would say lots of things, but then how important is it to you? Do you go to a religious building every week? I think we'd find a lot less. So, um, yep, um, thanks for that one, uh, Melina, and thanks for your support throughout the show and over the last few weeks too. And also got to say, I'll check in with an exact total, but I'm pretty sure we're very close to our Radiothon target for both the show and now the station, which is fantastic. Thanks to everyone for their support. Anyway, um, I'd better make my way out of here. Um, I've been released from the studio. I shall be released in a few seconds after I set this track rolling from the Earl Scruggs review doing the Bob Dylan cover. I shall be released with a bit of twangy banjo, as only Earl could. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.